Howdy y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I wanted to take a moment before this episode to thank you all for listening. Tomorrow marks the 50th episode of The Daily Grind, and I'm so grateful for the support of this amazing community. So far, The Daily Grind has had over 1,600 plays, and it's been listened to in countries all over the world, including Haiti, Canada, the UK, Cameroon, New Zealand, Mexico, and India. I'm humbled by the reach of this podcast, and I'm so glad that I'm able to connect with people from all walks of life. I'd also like to humbly ask for your feedback. If you have any topics you'd like me to cover, or if you'd like to share something on the Enrich Your Faith segment, please send me an email at spencerjd at thedailygrind.website. I'd love to have you on the show if you're interested. You can also send me things to brew your brain or sharpen your wit, including dad jokes. I mainly want to thank you for joining me on this journey. Grace and peace. Well, here's today's episode. Well, howdy y'all and welcome to another edition of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, and joining me this week is my bestest friend, Maritza. Hey! Yeah, so join us as we help you brew your brain and sharpen your wit with some historical events, rundown on today's date, and just some random stuff to get your brain gears going. So we're glad you're with us. and I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll cut that out. I'll get rid of that pause. <clears throat> In 1846, the Smithsonian Institute was founded. Oh, that's cool. And in 1945, Japan surrendered to the Allied powers, effectively ending World War II. In 1948, on this date, Candid Camera, considered by many to be the first reality TV show, debuted on ABC. I like that show. I do, too. And in 1981, Pete Rose broke Stan Musial's National League record by getting hit number 3,631. Cool. And in 1985, on this date, Michael Jackson paid $47.5 million to ATV Music, a catalog of the Beatles songs, which included over 251 songs written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, and he beat out Paul McCartney's offer. Wow. I know, I know. And also on August 10th, Carrie Spencer showed up on planet Earth. So happy birthday, Carrie. Oh. August 10th is Lazy Day. Nice. It's S'mores Day. You can't have s'more of nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I will always once more um <laughs> it's spoil your dog day oh i think that's every day with true lola <laughs> i'm sure a lot of you is, is pretty spoiled. the same the same <laughs> and it's also duran duran appreciation day there's a duran duran appreciation day yeah it's august 10th yes there is <laughs> and it's today it's this <laughs> thursday um so a group of fungi is called a colony really and a group of cockroaches is called an intrusion (laughs) yeah it is 
Yeah, uh, that's what they call them. Uh, wait, but I'm, John, I'm wait, sorry. John. Yeah, I gotta tell you something though. Okay. Okay, so you did the fungi. Do you know why the fungi wasn't allowed with the plants? No, why? Be- because there wasn't mushroom. <laughs> I like that one. As a kid, I always heard, "Why did everybody like Mister Mushroom?" Because he's, he's a, a fungi. fungi. <laughs> Those are good. Okay, you can go. St- stars appear to us to have five corners because of diffraction. I mean, the reason we draw them with five things is because that's really kind of how they look because of the diffraction of light. I don't know. Caesar salad was invented in Tijuana, Mexico in the 1920s. That's That's awesome. I know. So I guess all this time we've been saying it wrong. I guess it should be Cesar salad. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Um, Blackbeard the pirate. His real name was Edward Teach. Oh, he's real? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see why he went with Blackbeard, though. Yeah, much Eddie better. Eddie Teach. Yeah, no. Vanta Black is the blackest black, absorbing up to 99.965% of radiation in the visible spectrum. Wow. I know. That's what, that's what color I want my next car. No, not in Texas. No. A pentad is a five-year period, whereas a decade is a 10-year-long period. Hmm. That's cool. I, Marcy and I went and saw a performance about puns. It was just a play on words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember when the when the boys were all kind of um, starting to hit adolescence, Marcy asked me one time if uh, if I thought the kids were spoiled, and I told her no. I think they're supposed to smell like that. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> they're teen, because <laughs> they're teenage boys. Oh, gross! I know. I, I just think this is interesting. Do you know what historical event shared headlines with the summiting of Mount Everest? No. Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay, his Sherpa guide, were the first humans to scale the Earth's tallest peak, Mount Everest, but they had to share the headlines with Queen Elizabeth II, who was crowned the very day that the news of their climb broke. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I know. I just, I just think that's odd. So there you go. Hmm. Now it's that time on the daily grind to enrich your faith. I'm going to read Colossians 3, 12 through 17 and Colossians 4, 2 through 6 out of the J.B. Phillips translation. As therefore God's picked representatives of the new humanity, purified and beloved of God himself, be merciful in action, kindly in heart, humble in mind, accept life and be most patient and tolerant with one another. Always ready to forgive if you have a difference with anyone. Forgive as freely as the Lord has forgiven you. And above everything else, be truly loving, for love is the golden chain of all virtues. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, 
remembering that as members of the same body, you are called to live in harmony and never forget to be thankful for what God has done for you. Let Christ's teaching live in your hearts, making you rich in true wisdom. Teach and help one another along the right road with your psalm and hymns and Christian songs, singing God's praises with a joyful heart. And whatever you may have to do, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, thanking God the Father through him. Always maintain the habit of prayer. Be both alert and thankful as you pray. Include us in your prayers, please, that God may open for us a door for the entrance of the gospel. Pray that we may talk freely of the mystery of Christ, for which I am at present in chains, and that I may make that mystery plain to men, which I know is my duty. Be wise in your behavior towards non-Christians and make the best possible use of your time. Speak pleasantly to them, but never sentimentally, and learn to give a proper answer to every question. So we continue our walk through Colossians. Today, I really want to focus just on a few verses in chapter 3 and 4 that really made me think about prayer. J.B. Phillips translates Colossians 3.16 and 4.2 this way. Let Christ's teaching really sink into your hearts, making you rich with true wisdom. Always keep up the habit of praying. Be both watchful and thankful in your prayers. The ESV translates those verses, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Persist in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. I just want to talk today about how we can use God's word when we pray. Remember when Jesus' followers asked him to pray, he gave them his own words. That prayer that we all know is the Lord's Prayer, Think about it. It's been guiding Christians in prayer for over 2,000 years. This prayer points us to the idea of using Jesus's words and all of Scripture to connect with God, to fuel our communion with our Father. But to get there, we might need to rethink or maybe unlearn how we usually approach the Bible. Way back before the 15th century, when the printing press wasn't a thing, most Christians couldn't just pick up a Bible. Even when it became more available, a lot of folks couldn't read it. But nowadays, us lucky literate folks, we tend to treat the Bible like a manual or a textbook, something to analyze, conquer, break down, implement. We tend to kind of stand above Scripture and put ourselves over the text, deciding what to read, when, and how to respond. But that's really not how most Christians rolled in the past. Christians throughout history had a really different approach. Sure, look, studying scripture is awesome. I love it. And all of Jesus' followers should do it. But there's maybe another old school way of interacting with the Bible that's more like a form of prayer. It's, it's really about using God's word 
to fuel our own prayers, humbling ourselves as recipients rather than acting like rulers over the text. So instead of putting ourselves above it, we put ourselves under it in a form of submission. It's called Lectio Divina, which is Latin for divine reading. In this approach, you don't come to the Bible as though it is just a bunch of rules or tips or how-tos or answers just to grab onto. It's really seen as God revealing himself to his people. It engages the Bible as the living word of God through which he still speaks and communes with us. If it's mostly a manual to you, then you might not see its prayer value. But if it's a doorway, it really could become a key way to learn how to pray. I just throw that out there to say, we should think about incorporating the words of Jesus, God's word out of scripture into the things that we pray. And I think you might find that it changes how you deal with the Bible and it changes how you commune with our Father. I hope that you have a fantastic Thursday and grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining me today on The Daily Grind, and I hope to see you tomorrow.